When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We're to break down all things Charlie Brown. I'm a real big fan of the guy with the dirt. You know, what's mm. what's going on with him? I don't know. I was a fan of uh, Lionel with his blanket. And then oh, uh, Snoopy's like... obviously a fan favorite. And then who was the piano dude? He's a total baller through every one of the movies. All the girls liked him. All right. Well, of course, we're not actually going to talk about that. This is the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We're going to break down all things Marvel. With me today, we've got you your cue oh i see i couldn't see where you were pointing i'm josh kennedy from facebook that's josh kennedy from facebook we love that guy and then with joining us today we got a special friend i'm uh ron hedgecock cody and i are good friends yeah ron was down here and we watched uh what if together and we got some interesting thoughts on it so i thought let's jump him in there and see what he's got to say yeah uh if he sucks you guys can just tell us later and then we'll never invite him to join us again i think that's fair yeah that's fair actually we're gonna send all the hateful comments directly to his facebook inbox and make them Yes, he did give you his full name, unfortunately, so feel free to bully him as much as you want. Uh, let's jump right into the news, and then we'll break down the episode and have a little fun with the with the what-if theories after that. Sound good? Yeah. Let's do it. First things first, big news, breaking news, probably the most surprising thing I've heard in weeks. Yeah. he will appear in multiple Marvel projects. What? I'm just saying. Can you believe... That a Marvel character will be in other Marvel movies. Yeah, just introducing a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where everybody from, you know, Woo to Darby to everyone can make a a random appearance in another movie or show. I mean, obviously he was going to be. It's still, I mean, I'm excited just because I'm excited for the movie. I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but. Uh, the reviews right. are great. Have you guys seen like the reviews coming out early? I've been trying to avoid them, but I have heard positive things. And yeah. I'm going to see it I've heard it's definitely the best, it's an awesome movie. One of the best origin ones. So it's exciting. I think he's going to be a great character. Um, he's obviously awesome in Kim's Convenience and Crazy Rich Asians. So I'm excited just to have him around. It should be fun. Um, but that's not terribly news. This next, the Ironheart news also, is that really that surprising that she's going to be in Black Panther, I guess it's I mean, cool, right? Do we know her, or I, I am not super familiar with her origin story, but is she from Wakanda originally? I don't think so. So it is kind no. of cool that she's going to make a quick appearance in Wakanda forever. Maybe there's going to be some connection with uh, Shuri or something along those lines. That's what I'm picturing in my head. But I didn't write the thing, so I have no idea. But it's going to be cool. Yeah, I was instantly thinking about her and Shuri having a connection. I feel like the fact that... Shuri and Tony Stark didn't interact is a bit of a lost opportunity. And I'm wondering if, um, not that Tony's going to be in it, but I'm wondering if there could be some kind of connection 
just made through that. Um, just because those characters are kind of in the same ballpark to some extent. Yeah, it's definitely interesting because traditionally in the comics, she grows up through like Stark Tech conventions and Stark Tech programs. But it mm-hmm. seems like obviously since she's in this, she's going to be in more of the, you know, well, oh. the like pilot mm-hmm. program that kind of kicked off at the end of Black Panther. I think that's, that's, that's where they're going to go. It's almost too similar in that way. Like the, at least in some Spider-Man origin stories, it's him like going to science conventions and Stark is involved or Oscorp or whatever. So trying to switch up the uh, origin story a bit is appreciated. Though the characters are really cool, so hopefully they stay true. To yeah, part. just as a going to Dublin Don and the Young Avengers thing, we've been saying it. It's just more and more Young Avengers getting their own shows, their own things. It's going to be. I'm excited for it. Although yeah, uh, no, they need a new generation of people. So. I think that the transition is going to be led by, uh, you know, the Captain Marvels and the Doctor Stranges, but they're also bigger movie stars. How much longer are they going to keep doing Marvel movies? You never know. But then you get these young kids on multi-picture contracts. You got a whole future of a franchise. Well, so you mean to tell me you think they're going to be in multiple Marvel projects? Then I'm just Well, that is how their, you know, contracts are structured pretty much every time ever. So, yeah, <laughs> fair, fair guess. Although, Ron was telling me about an even better idea, the old Avengers. Oh, yeah, I, the old Avengers should be a thing. Like, bring Chris Evans back as old Captain America. Um, bring, I forget what his name is, but the black Captain America back from Falcon the yeah, Winter Soldier. They're all going to fight for tapioca pudding. Inside yeah, I just think, oh, like, that's going to be, it's is, gonna be action-packed, going to have Cap with hip replacement. It's going to be sweet. Just think, what have we not seen yet? And you can have some old Avengers that maybe be their old age is not really affected. You know we haven't seen yet is Wolverine. Let's get him in here. Yeah, get, I want to see that guy. Logan that's true. That's true. Good. Good. I'm liking this idea. Grumpier old men, grumpy old men. Those are great movies. I love Oh, them. yeah. Get some old people it's like out the, here. the Expendables meets Marvel. Yeah. Come on. I love Guys, it. I don't think it's going to track well with kids. I'm going to be honest, especially because they can't do any of the fun Maybe episodes. Maybe a what if episode. We got a few episodes. Yeah, you can do it in what That's true. Let's do a what if. I like it. That's a good plan. Um, what other news do we got? We got trailer. Trailer for the Eternals. Eternals trailer. Man, that looks good. I'm gonna it say, does. I have it been does. down on it for a while. I've been the person on the show who's like, eh. Fine, I'm more excited about Miss Marvel and Thor and all these things. I'm hyped for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm officially hyped for it now. I've been talking it up for weeks now. Just the fact that I get to see some of my, you know, favorite actors from Game of Thrones make a transition to the MCU. Plus, these characters just seem freaking cool, man. Like, like they got all these wicked powers that we haven't seen yet. And I saw somebody on our Facebook group posted a picture that said like each one of their individual powers. I'm like, I didn't know any of that. This is I'm going the same route as I did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I don't know these guys' origins, and I don't think that makes me a bad comic fan. I just think that's, like, deep, deep cuts, and I'm glad that I get to see a movie about them, because why not? Well, do you you normally, if you have a character you don't know, do you research him beforehand, or do you want to watch it blind? I will research a little bit so I can have a vague understanding of what they might do, who they are. So I don't know the individual Eternals' powers. I just have a basic idea of who they are as a group, Um, mainly so I can engage in conversations about it ahead of time. Um, I don't need to know all of their oh, powers. Like on the Marvel Stuff podcast. Yes, like if I yeah, were like once in a uh, decade. Like Steve, this, yeah. we, we don't do that. We don't, we don't do our research. We, don't we come in blind. I actually do know. I know Playing with the Eternals. That's why I wasn't too excited because I was never excited about their comics. But this movie looks cool. And yeah. uh, I hope that they don't do too many interactions with the Avengers. I'm kind of hoping that they just I think of... that we might get a cameo from like one or two people. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think anyone's going to be like something like a Tony Stark role and you know, homecoming. We're not going to get anything like that. I think it's going to no. be you know vague references and maybe one appearance at the I, end. 
thought I read somewhere that they said that they might not even connect up that franchise again until the second one. Kind of like with Guardians. You already have enough characters yeah, running around. It's smart, there's honestly. Like, there's already, what, eight or ten main characters already? Um, it's hard, though, because Earth feels so small now that you've been the whole thing of space. Like, yeah. How can you not run each other on Earth? Uh, well, actually, you just put a couple heroes in Australia because everybody's in America, and that's where every movie is. So just yeah, put them in a different continent. That's fair. That is fair. Um, I'm curious because the director, I believe, is the director that just won for Best Picture, maybe Best Director for Nomadland, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, yes. I'm fairly fairly certain about that. Yep. Um, anyway, yep. to have a pretty award-winning director right after they've won awards then do uh, a motion picture that's in the superhero world, I think is interesting. Definitely very different than, like, James Gunn, Thor, the direction of that. Mm, I think. But did you see Suicide Squad? Because it was sweet. It's no, no, bad. I'm not disagreeing. I did see Suicide Squad, Squad. I'm just saying we've had the route of of kind of getting more ridiculous that the MCU is doing well, and I think yeah. Eternals could be a movie that goes the opposite route and gets kind of more serious in a way that is also maybe going to feel new yeah, at the same time. A little less quippy and a little more. That's the only way to handle quippy. these characters because their powers are so over the top and you know otherworldly that you kind of almost have to ground them more for people to even remotely care about it. Cause the guardians, you're right. They did get to go the other way and go over yeah. the top, ridiculous jumping planets on the ships. You got a talking tree and this, that, and the other funny thing, but taking these guys that have these, you know, godly powers and putting them just kind of in a more realistic sense. Right. I like, I like, like one brother who's too cool for school and says some quippy lines, but other than that, yeah, it seems well, on a cast that is not known for being super quippy in any of their other movies with maybe a notable exception or two. Um, I mean, Kit Harrington, and Angelina Jolie are yeah. not the most quippy people in the no, world. No, no, that's Richard movies. Madden. No, yeah, none of them point. really. That is a good point. That's why Ron joined us today. Good work there, Ron. Um, you guys, we've been talking about uh, Black Panther finally showing up in this video game, The Avengers, but you haven't played yep. it yet. It's pretty fun. I, I think um, I'm the only one that's played it. In I this, haven't played uh, it since launch, here. so I did so, not play Black Panther. It is cool. He's okay. a fun new character. He's got this cool jump, double jump ability that reminds me of old video games where you can kind of jump halfway across the gap and hit it again to get to the full uh, size. Yeah. It's kind of a throwback, and like his, his combat style is really cool. And actually, it's a really well-written story, and they made Wakanda look cooler than the movie for sure i mean there's just there's a lot of forest but then there's a lot of technology kind of interwoven when really oh that's cool it was kind of like half and half in the movie where you have the city that was all technological and then it was a lot of forest and stuff and this yeah, one I kind of, i'm not gonna play it but i'm gonna like watching it I'm i have zero idea what game we were talking about i'm surprised this video game that black panther has not been in yet i know yeah he was the first dlc added uh you should look at you should check it out i'll, I'll check it out yeah it's at least worth watching like on youtube the storyline is cool it's a very cool story that they go with so i'm excited for it i might still not play it i don't want to just watch the video i'm enjoying it i have the last mission to play still but i know how it ends so yeah it's it's well written it's you know fun little dlc storyline that you get for free so why not play it yeah absolutely all right sweet let's jump in let's break down the episode a little bit of what if going on here um first of all it kind of rope-a-doped us a little bit, made us think it was going to do the same thing as the first episode. Kind of thought it was going to be like, oh, my, are we serious? It was, but it didn't. it didn't. Was it better? Yes. It was For sure. Yeah, I don't like better. repeating stories. Because if you repeat the story, it's like, why are you even doing another story? You're just plugging a character. It's like plug-and-play. That's dumb. That's how a lot of things seem to work in Hollywood recently, and it kind of annoys me. So I'm glad that we're not doing a reboot. We're doing a different story with a different character. And it wasn't, yeah. So I'll, the thing I liked wasn't necessarily that it's, oh, T'Challa is now Star-Lord. It was 
Star-Lord went from being not actually famous and kind of... <laughs> that was very funny. ...to being very <laughs> famous and awesome. Yes. That was the more of a change. Yes. And they changed Thanos to be one of the Ravagers. That, yeah, that I really didn't see cool. that coming at all. It was a little weird, but I was I was down for it. Why not? That was cool. I, I just think um, it was kind of a nice end um, for Chadwick Boseman because he wanted to play T'Challa partially to be an inspiration. And so this show, this episode was almost showing how his character is an inspiration regardless of which type of superhero he is. So I don't believe this is the end yeah. of Chadwick Boseman. I believe it's three episodes. Two or three more episodes that he's reprising. The yeah, three more. Maybe it's four total. It's either three or four total episodes that he'll get to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same storyline. It might be. I actually don't know anything about that. I think it's the same character. I, we don't know anything. We're all speculating at this point, but I think he might be playing T'Challa. I think Star it's still Wars, the so. same T'Challa. I'd be surprised if they don't at least keep the storyline going. I feel like, for me, the most interesting thing was thinking about how the universe is better now in some ways because of this, but then also... When Ego comes and gets Peter Quill at the end, I feel like you could just do another episode on that. I think that's yeah, well, I think that's it. kind of the route they're going because yes. we have the Watcher who's kind of connecting all of these episodes. But from Captain Carter to this one, it, there's no connective tissue that I picked yeah, up I, on. No, um, so. maybe they'll start to do that moving forward. Like especially that you know. Uh, Role, Star Lord role at the end where Peter Quill gets picked up. Right? Well, we got, there's nothing disconnecting either. That's so. Um, yeah. Yeah, before we get too far into the weeds of that, let's focus still on this episode. Then we can yep. kind of get in the weeds of how things build. Um, the storyline itself, did we like the whole going to see the collector and you know that whole storyline they went with Nebula and the triple cross? I didn't have any problems with it. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was kind of very classic, you know, we're going to go on an adventure, go to this unknown place, go see this unknown guy. It was a little bit of a trope, but they made it fun, so I was okay with it. My expectation with a 32-minute episode of television is they're not going to revolutionize anything with a plot. So going in with the expectation, I'm just expecting interesting character things to happen, which I think the episode mostly delivered on. So the plot itself... Kind of meh, but I don't think these episodes are about. Yeah, just the exactly. You're on the I love you it too much. My boy Howard the Duck getting a couple lines. Yeah, was, uh, Seth Green, Seth Green. love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it is funny of all the people in there. They just they kind of reshowed the Dark Elf. They just reshowed how like you show yeah. the people we already know the Collector has. Show us some other cool things. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, I like that stuff. Did we like the change? Did we like the Thanos change? Did we like? Did it make sense? I don't know if it made sense, but. <laughs> I love that he kept making jokes about his plan and how, like, ah, I think yeah. it'd be okay. It was the best <laughs> part. Genocide. He's just saying, though, it still would have worked. I'm just right. He's it's like, it kind of sounds like genocide now, but it's random, so it, it's not genocide. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's was, that's good. Um, the one I didn't love as much, and I guess you guys could tell me what you think, was the, uh, I don't even know what his name is, but the weird, the dark, the deep voice and how he became such a fanboy of Star-Lord. Oh, I did he was a like fun little addition. Character he got more character, character development from this one episode than he did in his other two MCU appearances. So, uh, this that. is true. This is true. Um, yeah, he felt like a different character. I wasn't even sure if it was the same voice actor. It turns out it was. Yeah, it um, cool. Yeah, he did feel very, very different. But also, we didn't really know him before. So okay, but let, let's just take this back. Like, we do have to remember this is still a cartoon. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you got to have cartoony things. I'm all for seriousness, but if we're talking seriousness, they're yeah, probably yeah. gonna make a movie. And it was yeah. funny. It, it was, was it was funny. I think I laughed audibly 
um, when he got excited about Star Lord. So I think that was the intent. So yes. I think the episode did what it wanted to do. Oh, no. Yeah, I love it. Um, did we like uh, the I, the whole new Yandu thing? He is it was, that was interesting to me. First why off, did they, like why did he... different? Even though I know it's the same voice, yeah, definitely the same actor. Well, he's older time. now, so that's got something to do with it. And his mohawk was shorter. Am I the only one that noticed that? Yes, that's true. Um, but it was yeah. For the most part, I liked most of the character changes. I thought they were interesting. Um, design wise, I didn't love the new Nebula look. But her character, I thought, was fine. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna channel my inner Ray. Shout out to our podcast goes. Yes, uh, Charla's outfit was freaking sweet. I really liked the necklace combo. The purple's yeah. just prime looking. I was really big fan of his character design. No doubt about that. that. Good. Liked his. I didn't like the Nebula one. I definitely didn't like the new collector. I didn't like his look. Oh, he's like, like Jack now. His voice sounded so different. Yeah. And it still was Benicio del Toro. I think it was a, really? probably an actor. It's definitely him. I think it was probably an actor choice. He's kind of a weird actor, so I imagine he just wanted to do something different. Yeah, I wonder if he's ever done voice work before. So he was like, I don't know what's going on, just standing in here talking. <laughs> it's Voice work is more difficult, I think, than people sometimes think it is. Yeah. Because um, you're trying to communicate things that you, in a different, in a yeah, different way. Yeah, you still feel as natural when you're talking um, to a wall. Yeah, I didn't love the Yondu stuff, I think. When he says you're the same as me, I don't know. To me, that's such a great scene in Guardians 2, and they just did it that's, in a way that just – I'm like, I don't think you're actually the same. That's such a good point. Um, so I, I, I don't love the idea of taking scenes that are already amazing and then just kind of trying to redo them but have them just kind of fall a little more flat. Um, but I did like the idea that um, – I don't know. To me, I think what I almost appreciated about it is even though we're getting a different storyline for characters, it's still the same basic universe that we're used to. And so to yeah. me, I think I appreciated the fact that it showed the different ways that characters out in space who have easier access to move around planets could connect to each other. I think it um, it would make sense that you have all these different people that are used to kind of bouncing around from places. Some of them would interact and rub shoulders. So to me, it almost had world building that like tells you things about the normal yes. MCU universe, which I I found it weird that we just grazed over the fact that T'Challa was abducted as a child and the dad just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Excuse me, that was a child that's been gone for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. It's a cartoon, it's a cartoon again. It's such a short episode. What I thought was weird that Andy was just like, that's the wrong kid. <laughs> I, I yeah, he didn't, yeah, he didn't, he didn't seem to, to care much. That was, was a very funny scene. Did he, they gave get, so uh, many, he gave so many kids to, uh, to Ego, but like it was supposed to be this special thing that he had met, you know, you know the original Star-Lord here. And like, oh, that's the connection. But it seems like it was just always going to be the next kid. It's always going to be the next kid or maybe a kid from Earth. Maybe it's something about Earth kids that, that Yanni just really One of my favorite scenes is the henchman. He's like, two, two ear holes, two eye holes, and one feed hole. This is, this is human. Is funny, like the same. Except that they all have the same features. I know. I thought that, I thought of that immediately. I'm like, they're aliens, don't but understand. they all also have the anatomy. All have don't people. understand. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Taserface, that was, yeah. Taserface was awesome. Yeah, I could better with Taserface, to be honest. But, yeah, for the most part, the character changes were good. I thought, like we said, the plot was solid. Um, What is interesting, we kind of hit on it, is that unlike the first episode, this episode did make it feel like this is a continuing, like, its own universe. Like, we're going to continue to watch it. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a what-if story. 
bookended. I think that's kind of the difference here is because it's it's connected in the same way that the first Avenger movie was connected to the MCU. It was, we talked about this before, it was like a contained storyline and then you jump into modern day. That's the same thing they did with the first episode of What If? Because I think the most we're going to get reference back is get Captain Carter back for another episode maybe. But we're not going to get callbacks to that storyline because most people that were there are dead, so it's not going to matter that much. I think now we're in modern day timeline and we're going to keep moving forward in this weird what if universe yeah it was something i didn't think i knew i wanted until it happened and i was like this is what i want i want like just another universe and i just want them to just keep playing a bunch of movies i don't know that i want a bunch of 30 minute runoffs that are just one and done yeah i mean i'm i'm interested to see what other ones they come up with we still got a sorcerer supreme doctor strange coming up i actually uh Got a stupid Funko Pop. I hate myself for it, but it, yeah. it got me free shipping on Amazon, so I'm pumped about isn't, it. Isn't there a zombie <laughs> one coming up or something? Yeah, there's a zombie one uh, with Bucky running It's probably not connected, um, right. which I think if it's not connected, but it's totally different, that could be interesting. Yeah, you're right. I just there's don't a Loki episode, that... too, coming. I don't know what he's doing exactly, but Loki's got an episode as well. It'll be interesting and almost weird if, like, every three episodes or four episodes is T'Challa as Star-Lord, but then all the episodes in between are just totally random. That'll be weird. Yeah, but that's kind of what Nick Fury did, right? And they worked in the movie, so maybe, I don't know. Not that he's Nick Fury of this universe. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting that there's one universe that's continuing to grow, and the rest are all one. If they do that, if it gets confusing, I wonder if the Watcher will help make that clear if they do that. Um... Or maybe or the, they do, the characters don't reappear within a season. Maybe next season we get the story continued. That could be interesting as well. That could happen, yeah. It could make more sense to me. We could get the like previous episode thing. Sorry, go ahead. It could be a rotating episode of four, right? Like It could be like four episodes from now. We could come back to Carter and right, then right. back to Child and then back yeah. to the zombies. And it could be that. I, How long is the season? Ten episodes maybe? Somewhere in there? I have literally no idea what's I happening. think it's somewhere in that range. I think what they might do is they're going to do the classic, like, Sit, like just TV show being on TV like previously on, they might do that type of thing. Thank if you. they're going to be doing another Black Panther one, be like, previously on What If? And it'll sh- show the highlights from that episode, and then we could keep moving forward, and I think that'll be fine. Alright. So all in all, though, I think this sh- the show is back on track for me. I'm now excited to continue to see episodes where yeah, I'm... Yeah, you called the... You called this one being next. What I'm dreading. Yes. More I think... Happen. I wonder if, as we go, each episode's going to feel more and more what-iffy than the last one. Yes, I like that. The more that way. would not surprise me. If you're going to do one that feels similar, you do it first. <coughs> Get it out of the way. Just a thought. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I'm more excited than I was as well. Um, do we do we feel like it's having anywhere near like an actual pop culture pulse at all? Because it doesn't no. feel like it. It feels like no. the, the three live actions were big. People cared. Doesn't seem like anyone outside of a yeah, Marvel care. Yeah, this is a this is a niche market, that's for sure. I think just the TV shows are good. It's it's a little cartoon that's kind of really it's it's going the same way as uh, the Batch. Clone Wars show or Bad Batch. You know, it's just like a thing for the fans. It's a fun little animation. Costs a lot less money to make these things than the movie, so yeah. it keeps the fan base happy, and they can keep you know churning out huge cinematic projects yeah they still feel a step down to me from dc and from even from Star oh they are yeah we talked about that on the last episode dc is just they found their groove so early that they they've gone through and they finished an entire universe 
in their animated universe. And now they're doing another one just because they're not even related to the old one that they just did 20 movies on. They yeah. were so good all tied together. Now they're doing all new stuff. So I want Marvel to kind of catch a, up. That's a different thing, though, because DC's been doing animation for decades, as is Marvel. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, DC animated, like the Batman animated show in the 90s, for a lot of people is like still one of their high marks for Batman. Whereas for most yeah. people, their high mark for Marvel characters is live action. Is the MCU. And so yeah. I think this is kind of a different ball game. I was referencing just the movies. They have an animated movie universe. Obviously, those TV shows were huge hits, but starting with uh, Justice League Flashpoint, or the Flashpoint Paradox, they did that through uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, right? That's the name of it. So there's a good, like, 20 movies in there that are all connected and interplayed between each other. No, I I, I understand. I think uh, some would argue that DC figured out how to do animated movies, but not necessarily live action to the yeah, same that's, extent that's that for Marvel sure. has. So, With the exception of Christopher Nolan Batman movies that are superior to anything. That's I mean, opinion. you could argue Lucasfilm is the same thing. If they didn't do as good in live action, they do it much better in animation. So, you know, yeah. maybe you just can't do both perfectly. But Marvel's doing okay. No, they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. I like the idea that um, you're getting a lot of cast members back for these episodes. That part's cool. And that's I cool. wonder if it's cheaper to get them for animation than live action. I would not be surprised if it is for less time if they come in. It has to be. Yeah, because so, it's a 20-minute episode, and um, they're, they don't have to spend as much time recording as they would a movie. Yeah. I think the other live-action shows, there's obviously more draw. WandaVision's one of the weirder things we've seen. The first MCU show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, bigger characters. It's going to lead into Captain America 4. Um, mm-hmm. Loki, Tom Hiddleston is huge for a lot of people. That's a big character. What if... I think when they announced that it wasn't canon, which who knows what that means with multiverse stuff right. now. Um, it's animated. They're shorter. They're maybe not connected. I um, I view it as a filler. I think this yeah. is very much a filler between their movies, between their live action shows. They can only do so much at once. So it makes sense to kind of have some animated things to kind of like keep off fans or podcasts like ourselves yes, where yes. we need something 100%. to talk about. Gives people an excuse to still have Disney Plus, which is really all they care. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to jump into our famous segment. Uh, more what if, what if, or it's what if, what if. Let's uh, do it. We, the same thing. We name it every week, obviously, and we never forget. So that's what it's called. Um, yeah. We're going to do some, some what if off that. I was kind of thinking what was interesting about this episode that didn't happen is we never met the Guardians. We got to see Drax for a bit. I was going to talk about that while you were talking about the episode. Mm-hmm. Drax was fun. I, I would be interested to find out. Assuming that so we know Drax isn't the same, but I want to see what would happen if that team, you know, ended up at together. Maybe in prison, maybe. Because you got to assume that Rocket and Groot, Rocket they couldn't have changed, right? When they, they would have just kept doing their thing. Do you think Probably. there would have been like a romantic spark there with Gamora? Or did the Nebula thing already too much? There's a lot of interesting angles to go with here, I think. So what if Star-Lord T'Challa ran into all the Guardians out on a mission? I think it really depends on, like, what their origin stories were changed to because Drax was a happy bartender because Thanos never killed his family. So that's a really important thing to note, that the guy, he seems to be better off now that Thanos yeah. is... Yeah, Gamora's same deal, probably. Or... Nebula's better off. Gamora probably is, too. Well, yep. they still, like, it makes it sound like there was still, like, a past of torture and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've got... Just, maybe Gamora just didn't get over it. She's this probably thing. not trying to kill her dad anymore. Maybe. Could be wrong. She could have, yeah, she could have ended up being more, like, sometimes, because she went from being the favorite daughter to now she's not the favorite daughter. Ah, mm. But it seemed like she resented being the favorite daughter, so I don't know. Maybe she's better off. Maybe she's worse off. 
I'm yeah, I think the only guys that kind of remain unaffected by the Thanos situation is, uh, you know, Rocket and Groot. They're they're always just the the combo that they've always had. So. Yeah, but but let's play that out. Let's say for some reason you have the regular team that is together. They get together yeah. somewhere, maybe in a different way, and then they instead get of together without Star, yeah, instead of Peter Quill, maybe it's T'Challa. I think um, he, in my mind, I don't feel like he would stay on that team the way Peter Quill did. I think Peter Quill being a leader who also kind of sucked was good for that group of misfits. I think T'Challa trying to fit in with that group. I don't know how I see that. And he's already got a family. One thing yeah. that I, I want to talk about is T'Challa, his character himself, he's a, a different type of person. It's even highlighted I think, a little bit more during the storyline is he's a leader of Wakanda, mm-hmm. but he's not a leader of other heroes and other entities. He's kind of just there. I don't think he wants to be that role in that situation. I think one of the other guardians might even just, just be the new captain. Uh, I almost think, well, because, you know, Yandu points out that he would fit in anywhere. I think he would fit in. What I'm almost more interested in is what if, you know, uh, what's his name? What's Star Wars' name? Peter Quill? Peter Quill. Thank Peter Quill. you. <laughs> I was drawing a blank like an idiot. I'm more interested because the whole Guardians team is style free. What if Peter Quill just joins and they still get to be the Guardians, but he he never got to be Star Lord? So he, you know, he's just he in the background. Needs a new code name. But yeah, he needs a new code name. But like Ego comes, Ego takes him, and then somehow he runs into Gamora and Rocket and Groot and Drax. And now they need to like save the world from Ego. Yeah, T'Challa can stay with the nice version of the Ravagers, yeah. and then Peter Quill can join the join the Guardians. The Guardians, right? That's what I mean. Like. Yeah. Now he's got like a weird, super nice Drax on his team. How's that going to help? He's got a Gamora who doesn't really have a reason. What is she doing there? Is I think that's why team? they didn't include her in the episode is because her character development just, what, what are we supposed to do with her? So maybe she'll appear in future episodes if there is more in this faux universe, but I guess we'll see. I don't, I don't see her getting much screen time in this maybe show. Maybe just the answer is that there's no scenario in which this universe happens and the Guardians happen. Is that kind yeah, of where I think, I think so, because I think the Guardians come together as a group of misfits. So not that T'Challa couldn't fit in with them, but I don't see him committing to a group that is kind of exists just because they don't fit in anywhere else. Right. Yeah. And now that, yeah, now that Drax has somewhere to fit in because he's got a family and a life, so he can't be part All of it. Right. I've got a pitch. Let's take John C. Riley from the from the Nova Corps and put him in charge of the Guardians, and then mm. he can be, he can be the Star Lord of that group. Yeah, yes. he was sick of Nova Corps not getting the job done. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. goes that. goes outlaw outlaw style. He's gonna go with the some other Guardians. I could see him teaming up with the Rocket in a group. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna get Gamora, but I could at least see that trio of people hanging out. I think this episode did do a good job of like explaining, like, hey, just because Thanos isn't the bad guy, there's always a bad, oh, guy. A bad guy. There's always someone, right? What Growing... are his henchmen called? The Dark something. His Thanos four henchmen. Oh, the Black the Order. The Black Order, the four of them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The Black Order. Yeah, that was a weird addition. That... Yeah, like the other, that now the Collector just has them instead. Yeah. yeah kind of don't weird. know, at least in the MCU, who they even are. So it's a little strange. But... It seemed like, yeah, they were just part of a Legion for Thanos. It seems weird that they would just jump on to the next bad person. Uh-huh. I don't know it does explain that Ran, the Ronin is still very much the same evil dude. He was yep. still after an Infinity Stone. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was still out there ready to murk people for what, sure. What I think is interesting about, what is the, the Black Order? 
So I always got the sense that they probably were on Thanos' team because they believed in his mission. Right. Um, if they're kind of the same set of characters, I don't see a way that they just believe in the collector's mission. Yeah, oh, um, collecting weirdness. Collecting so things is weird, yeah. I don't necessarily want to overthink that. I'm just wondering yeah. if maybe they actually are just in it for power in either case, and maybe they actually don't care about Thanos' mission at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe they just wanted to be cool. Who knows? And of course, the real answer is that they wanted a connective tissue. In, yes. In this cartoon. But yes. is there a logical reason they're there? I'm not sure there is, but that's okay. I think what's also an interesting question, we don't have to get into this, but something people can think about is instead of wondering just what would happen in space with the Guardians, the Ravagers, Ronin, et cetera, um, like how does Wakanda different not having T'Challa when well, he's younger? they apparently never went to the summit. And yeah, they- right. That never died, so the they were probably dies. even more isolated is what it sounds like. Yeah. They, they I want to see what's going on with Michael B. Jordan then. Or what's Killmonger up to? Yeah, what's Killmonger up to? I just think not only does this affect Thanos and the whole universe, it also affects Earth because it affects Wakanda. Yeah, our Baskin-Robbins sales now that it's got, you know... Yeah, now that Paul Rudd's not working there, right? He worked does, at does Ant-Man still end up working for Bad? Who knows? Who knows what can change? Because uh... yeah, he actually works at Dairy Queen. That's the big difference. Is he mm, just got a? So. Actually, that's where they put Star Lord, isn't it? Yeah, his name is a janitor at Dairy Queen. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, because that's what the weird. Yes, he's at Dairy Queen. Maybe he hangs out with Paul Rudd. Dairy Queen doesn't always find out. That'd be funny. Robbins. Yeah. I do want to like. I did point out in just a previous episode that like it would be fun to adventure into. Killmonger taking over as a Black Panther and that mm. transition kind of being more that maybe he never had to kill his brother or something. I mean, all that's further in the past, but you know, we can play with the timeline a little bit. Maybe he gets into Wakanda without killing a bunch of people and then we got a new Black Panther. Yeah, I and- think that's the interesting part of all these what ifs is that it has infinite random branching. And that's, of course, what the whole point of the show is that it's right. what would happen at these things and they can only explore certain elements. Here, here's a question. Do you guys think we're going to get a what if? Or so far, so far, two what ifs have been this one thing has changed. Do you think we're going to get some more what ifs that are just, they don't even explain how we got there? It just, we can just get thrown into something that's just totally different? No. I think we're going to get the watcher giving us the lowdown before every episode. That's kind of how it's going to go down. But yeah. Why the, the, the zombie one is going to be fascinating. I know. Hey, I was this thinking is the, the same one thing. thing that changed, and now everybody's a zombie. It's gonna be, yeah, I don't know, man. That seems like a lot of steps. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a fat, the whole, and I don't love that part. I said it the first episode, I don't love it now still. I, just throw us in. I don't need to be like, this is the one thing that led to this. We get it, man. Something changed, and now it's this. I just I think, I think you could even do a what if that's like, what if this character had different powers? How would that change who they are as a person? Well, they kind of, the same with Captain Carter and Steve Rogers, but yeah, I can but see they, them like, like, they keep wanting to do like, what if the one moment changed and that's how it changes, you know, the butterfly effect thing. I think it is more, I think it would be more interesting to see an episode that's, what if just everybody was a reptile? Like there's not a single like thing that changed. It's just like everything changed. This is how it would be I know we talked about this before, but like, could they throw in like someone from the Fantastic Four? Like this is confirmed to Fantastic Four in this universe. Is there any chance whatsoever we get a reference to Doom? Maybe a reference. I, yes. I want something. I want something. To it hold could on be to. interesting if like Doom was in an episode of What If. It exactly. seems like it would be weird to blow the or a geeky Doctor Doctor Richards or something like that. I could see them doing it for the headline grab. But it's right, just, like it's be so much more impactful if the first time is live. It, it will be. Yes. It seems like it'd be a mistake. I, I'm gonna go ahead and just I'll give Feige a call and tell him uh, you know I'm gonna axe that idea. Let's hold that off. 
Because obviously, me and Spike get a big pull. They pay you know, oh, a lot. What's of- up? What, what about uh, Alicia something, Ben Grimm's girlfriend? I mean, just something like an offshoot character. Like that, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see something like that. Just some sort of reference. Or even if you want to go with the X-Men route, do like, I don't know, just some descendant of Pat, or, you know, Professor X or something. Just, I want to see, I want to have some fun here. Cause Make like, references, but just never actually show a member of the X-Men. I think right. that needs to be saved for live action. No matter oh, yeah, how for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, you know, what if uh, What's-His-Face is actually Quicksilver and not Mephisto? Although he's... And Taylor just, Johnson. Yeah. I want to see favorite. something like, what if Loki didn't feel like his dad favored Thor? Right. And they're the same kind of characters, but you just you don't just change one individual thing. You just changed Who they well, the whole way he got brought up. The way there is a Loki created. episode coming up, and they could have done that exact scenario. Have, I don't. But I want to see things like that. Yeah. Like, help us to learn something new about a character. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's always going to be, what if this single moment changed, and then they're just going to branch off? Feels like a missed opportunity. Given that there's infinite universes. Yeah. Like, how is there one single thing that made there be a frog Thor? I don't know. That's what I don't get. But it's... Yeah, the multiverse, man. You don't time travel multiverse it. can't make sense, never will make sense. That's fine. I'm okay with it. As long as you guys are okay with it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I gotta be. All right. Well, you guys excited? Uh, next thing coming up. We got another episode, obviously, next week. But we're coming uh, real close. Shang-Chi. Real close to the movie, man. Shang-Chi what is that uh, release? Is it September Six? 3rd? That's what it is. Yeah. Yep, that sounds right. So, it's coming right around the corner. I know I'm watching it in theaters. Uh, I think me and you are going to plan on doing a review in the parking lot. It's gonna be yeah, sweet. we are. Uh, we're excited about it. Hope you guys are excited. Hope you're excited to watch the next episode of What If, and hope you're excited to watch the next episode of this year's podcast. Obviously, like, subscribe, join the Facebook group. A lot of funny memes in there. And I learn random things that I don't think I knew about. Just weird yeah. coincidences that I happen just, all the time. I just mentioned that infographic that somebody in our group posted that said all the powers for the Eternal. I'm like, hey, that saves me some looking things up later. Why not? I Let's know, do right? it. Yeah, always fun, always fun to connect. It's a good place to keep on the meme game. I'm old. I don't get to keep up with memes as much anymore. So this Facebook group helps a lot. You guys help a lot. Obviously, we continue to grow every week, and that's because of you guys. Uh, We're getting more and more viewers every week. So keep liking, keep sharing, leaving those reviews on the podcast helps a ton. Get us out there, man. We have fun with you guys. Hope you're having fun with us. Anything else you guys want to say before we leave? Conda forever. Conda forever. Uh, if you guys don't like Ron, please let us know. We'll make sure that he never comes on again. Uh, I won't even tell you what to do if you do like him, because obviously that didn't happen, so I'm not worried about that. Um, <laughs> That's a what if right there. What if Ron yeah. got liked by somebody? Yes. We'll never know. What we'll if, never know. What if Ron was interesting? I'm not sure. We'll explore that yeah. in the next episode. Yep. Um, right. But in the meantime, guys, just uh, try not to have too much fun without us, all right? All right.